Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and this is the program where I play 78 RPM records from my collection, an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. We open the program today with a hot dance record made by Edwin J. McAnally's orchestra in New York on November 19, 1925. McAnally had a very popular orchestra that was based in Massachusetts, his home state. They played in Milford and Springfield and toured all over New England and cut almost two dozen sides for the Victor label in the mid to late 1920s. And this is one of their hotter sides. It's called Spanish Shawl, issued on Victor 19851. The tune was composed by Elmer Schobel, pianist of the New Orleans Rhythm Kings. Here it is. Thank you. 
record that to me sounds as fresh and exciting as it must have sounded nearly a century ago when it was recorded, November of 1925, so it's at 97 years, Edwin J. McAnally's orchestra with Spanish Shawl. The McAnally Orchestra has long been one of my favorite dance bands of the 1920s. In fact, when I was starting my Rivermont label, the very first issue I put out was a comprehensive reissue of the complete recordings of Edwin J. McAnally's orchestra. And I like them not only for their really terrific arrangements and crisp ensemble playing, but also for the musicianship of their star pianist of the mid to late 20s, a youngster out of Rhode Island named Frankie Carl. Yes, the same Frankie Carl who later went on to fame as sort of a society and cocktail style pianist in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, though. I think that's a a bit of an unfair characterization. (laughs) He was very much a jazz pianist at heart who could really swing in the stride idiom and really do so many things and always, always sound effortless, um, even though what he was doing was terrifically difficult. I, I really like Frankie Carl and especially like the way he plays on these McAnally records of the 1920s. My name is Brian Wright. If you're just joining us, welcome. This is the Shellac Stack a program on which I play 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music of the 19-teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, and uh, today we're going to stay pretty firmly in the mid-1920s to mid-1930s. We'll hear some dance bands, we'll hear a rare radio program later on this hour, we'll hear some vocal groups, some more pianists, Uh, we're going to have fun today. And up next, I've got a record by the dance group billed as the Clevelanders. I don't know how many of them were actually from Cleveland, though I suspect mostly New York studio musicians. This is Banner 0544. The vocalist is credited on the label as Buddy Blue, which you may already recognize as a pseudonym for Smith Ballou, a ubiquitous vocalist of the late 20s and early 30s, who does a fine job here on Sunny Side Up, recorded in New York December 16, 1929. And then, because a few weeks ago, I played a record by the Eaton Boys, that drew some nice feedback from our friend Neil Siegel. I've pulled out another Eaton Boys record for you. This time, they're in a bit of a jazzier mold as they accompany Cliff Edwards, a.k.a. Ukulele Ike, on Old Fashioned Love. My copy of this pressed in Japan on the Lucky Label, 60086, and uh, what a lucky find it was for me. From October 19th, 1934, Old Fashioned Love. And then wrapping up the set, a record that has, well, it's seen better days. It's a little crunchy sounding, but I love it anyway. Sam Lannon directing the Ipana Troubadours and a record from January of 1930 with vocalist Harriet Lee, a singer we don't often hear, but who does a wonderful job on cooking breakfast for the one I love. It's Columbia 2117. So taking us back to 1929 to start the Clevelanders and Sunny Side Up. Thank you. 
your sunny side up, up, hide the side that gets blue. If you have nine sons in a row, why baseball teams make money, you know. Keep your funny side up, up, let your laughter come through. Do stand upon your legs, be like two fried eggs, keep your sunny side up. Somehow I hold to things that are old Perhaps it's an old-fashioned view I love my old books, the corners and nooks Of my old home and the old friends Old memories too, one love that is true Lasting all through life until it ends I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart and there it shall always remain my love is just like the clinging vine clinging a little closer all the time through the years joy and tears just the same i've got that old-fashioned faith in my heart and nothing can tear it apart if all the dry land changed to sea it would never make any change in me i've got that old-fashioned love in my heart Thank you. 
I've got that old-fashioned faith in my heart And nothing can tear it apart If all the dry land changed to sea It would never make any change in me I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart
it's a bit noisy, but I think the performance is well worth the effort <laughs> to hear. Sam Lannan and the Ipana Troubadours, some all-star soloists in there. We heard Jimmy Dorsey playing clarinet, Miff Mole on trombone, and the unmistakable piano stylings of Arthur Shutt towards the end there, all contributing to a fine performance of Cooking Breakfast for the One I Love sung for us there by Harriet Lee. And uh, I love the lyrics in there, too. Things like, to show that he's grateful, he eats a big plateful. <laughs> Rhyming grateful and plateful. Maybe not Shakespeare level, but I think it's kind of clever. I like that. Before that, Cliff Edwards and the Eaton Boys with a James P. Johnson song that he wrote with Cecil Mack, Old Fashioned Love from 1934, and starting the set back in the end of 1929, Smith Ballou singing with the Clevelanders on Sunny Side Up. Well, up next, I've pulled out three records made for the American Record Corporation in the mid-1930s, released on a handful of different labels. In this case, we'll start with a melatone by Eddie Paul and his Paramount Orchestra. In December of 1935, Johnny Hauser is the vocalist on You Took My Breath Away. Then we'll hear Howard Lally and his orchestra on a banner label record, from January of 1936, Alan Ray, the vocalist on A Little Rendezvous in Honolulu. And wrapping up this set, we'll hear Gene Cardos and his orchestra, another melatone, this time with B. Wayne, the vocalist, in March of 1936 with It's No Fun. <laughs> and the, the title of the song may not be much fun, but I think these records, all three, are quite a bit of fun. Starting with Eddie Paul and the Paramount Orchestra, now You Took My Breath Away. Significant view compared to looking at you, sweetheart. You took my breath away. Thank you. 
get a fair bit of pushback for saying it, but to my way of thinking, the American Record Corporation studios of the mid-1930s were pretty much a swing-free zone, (laughs) which is my way of saying that they tended to hire orchestras that would have sounded uh, appropriate for a nice hotel restaurant, Um, very prim and proper, good rhythmic underpinning, but nothing that would swing with the ferocity of, say, Benny Goodman and his orchestra. But then again, who else in those days did swing with the ferocity of the Benny Goodman Orchestra? Nevertheless, I really like a lot of these American Record Corporation bands of the mid-30s, and we heard three of them in that set, starting with Eddie Paul and his Paramount Orchestra, You Took My Breath Away, followed by Howard Lally and his orchestra with A Little Rendezvous in Honolulu, and wrapping up with Gene Cardos and his orchestra, It's No Fun. All of those recorded in 1935 and 1936. And sometimes I wonder how many of these orchestras on the ARC group of labels really were independent orchestras and how many of them were just collections of New York area studio musicians. I I suspect that many of them may have been the latter, which uh, (laughs) might explain some of the, the sameness from one band to the next in terms of how they sound. Well, if you're just joining us, this is the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'm here playing 78 RPM records from my collection, music of the 1920s and 30s here today. And up next, I have a record that's not a 78 at all. Rather, this is an early RCA Victor program transcription, one of those 33 and a third RPM records that Victor made in the early 1930s. But this is even then, no ordinary program transcription. This is a single-sided 12-inch pressing with a plain white label that reads simply, Recorded Program R-3. I did a bit of discographical detective work looking through the discography of American historical recordings online, and using the matrix number here, traced this as a recording made in RCA's Camden, New Jersey Church Studio on October 22nd, 1931. And what it is is a 12-minute radio program intended for syndication to stations advertising new RCA Victor records and radios. We'll hear an announcer named C.C. DeClin, and he's introducing snippets from about a half dozen Victor records of the day by Paul Whiteman, Ted Weems, Arden and Oman, Richard Crooks, Wayne King, Mildred Bailey, Russ Colombo, some real fine performers here. And interspersed with these record clips, you'll hear... Uh, announcements to check out the new RCA Super Heterodyne radio, and uh, be sure to look at the back of the radio because that's where you can tell the real quality. Any radio can look good from the front, but it's what's in back that counts, (laughs) according to C.C. DeClin. So we're going to listen to the entire record here. As I said, it runs about 12 minutes, gives you a taste of what radio sounded like in 1931, and uh, how you might preview some records on the air in those days when otherwise records were largely forbidden from being broadcast. I think at those times, uh, folks still felt that playing commercial records over the air would reduce the demand for the records in stores. And so uh, in this case, you'll only get snippets of the records. They didn't want you hearing the whole thing. You had to go actually buy the record if you wanted to hear the entire performance. Enough talking, though. Let's have a listen to RCA Victor Recorded Program Record review number five. Members of our radio audience, this is the weekly RCA Victor Radio Record Review. 
Once again, it is our privilege to bring you a sparkling program of the latest Victor recordings. Listen carefully to each record as we play it. Remember the names of those you especially like, then drop in at this store and ask us to play them through for you. At the outset, we welcome home an old playmate, Paul Whiteman, Jasdam's biggest figure, and that goes both ways. Paul and his orchestra now play Old Playmate, timely number four. orchestra, lazy fellows? Hmm, you'd think so, judging from this next selection. Any corner is a cozy corner, but with a sweet little girl like you, hmm, they're not so lazy. Edwin's latest show, The Laugh Parade. It's called Ooh, That Kiss. Victor Arden and Phil Oman, those two piano fiends and their orchestra, now show you what the title means.
Richard Crooks, that ever-popular American concert artist, sings on this next Victor record, Because. Here indeed is a happy union, the rich, warm tenor voice of Crooks, and a well-remembered love song. becoming better manufactured, clearer in tone, more efficient in performance. But today there is only one best, the RCA Victor Super Heterodyne made at radio headquarters. Such a statement sounds very much like a vain boast. It isn't. We can prove it by asking you to examine every RCA Victor instrument in our store from the back. You know you can never tell whether an instrument is good or bad by looking at the front. A good-looking exterior often hides a poorly made interior. Only when you turn the instrument around can you see the real value. The RCA Victor Super Heterodyne is the finest circuit known to radio science today. Make us prove that statement. Come in. Ask us to turn the instrument around where you can see the truth of what we say. And while you are here, allow us to play a few of the latest Victor records for you. And now, Wayne King and his orchestra turn the lights low and wax sentimental. Want to know why? The title of this number gives the secret all away. So close to me. Here's 
as a slow, lazy foxtrot, played as only Paul Whiteman and his orchestra can play it. Sleepy time down south. of singing. Russ Colombo, who's now telling you, good night, sweetheart. Here's a Victor record that will make Colombo fans give three rousing cheers. RCA Victor Radio Record Review, brought to you each week at this time by means of a recorded program made by the RCA Victor Company at Radio Headquarters. Next week, at this same hour, we invite you to tune in again. Meanwhile, you are cordially invited to drop in and let us help you in selecting the kind of music that most appeals to you. I sure hope you didn't skimp on the three rousing cheers for the Russ Colombo record at the end of the program there. I hope you belted those cheers out nice and loud and strong, just as C.C. DeClin predicted. <laughs> but whether you did or not, I hope you enjoyed RCA Victor Radio Record Review number five from October of 1931. That's when it was cobbled together, and I suspect it was on the air on stations by the end of 1931. A fun little look back at how some of these records were promoted, at least on the radio, um, 90-some years ago. Well, before we continue, I want to say a few words of thanks to some of the sponsors who helped to keep the shellac stack rolling along. In particular today, I want to thank Ronald Sala, Corey Johnson, and Malcolm Kenton 
folks who have been very generous over at the Shellac Stack Patreon site, helping to provide the financial support that enables me to keep bringing these programs to you. If you'd like to join them, the web address is patreon.com slash shellacstack. Again, that's patreon.com slash shellacstack. And shellacstack is all one word. Whether it's a dollar or two per month or three or five dollars a month, whatever's comfortable for you, uh, you'll help me meet the cost of producing and bringing these programs to you. And my thanks today to Ronald, Corey, Malcolm, and everyone else who has contributed over at the Shellacstack Patreon. Thank you. Well, up next, I have two different pianists named Art. First, we'll hear Art Gillum, the whispering pianist who also provides the vocal patter on a number called She's My Gal, Columbia 550, from October 21st, 1925. We'll follow that with pianist Art Kahn, with a vocalist named Frank Lynch, who sings Sometimes I'm Happy. It's OK 40857 from June 27th of 1927. And then wrapping up this set, we'll turn to vocalist Scrappy Lambert, billed on the label here under his name, Harold Lambert, with Are You Lonesome Tonight? And yes, it's the same song that Elvis Presley would later make so famous in the 1950s, recorded here when it was a brand new song. August of 1927. It's Lincoln 2681. Rather gritty, grainy surfaces on this record, even though it's otherwise in good shape, so you'll hear a fair bit of noise, but again, I think it's worth the listen. Starting off, Art Gillum, She's My Gal. Papa's got to talk about another woman. I love him, I love him, I love him. So consequently, you have to do your stuff nice. Now, Romeo had his sweet Juliet. Mark Antony had Cleopatra for his pet. You've read about their romances in all your history, but you ain't heard nothing till you listen to me. Or my gal got a form that rivals Venus. You know the Venus, the statue? That's who I'm talking about. My gal has got a lot of other things. Of course, that's very confidential because they're just between us, that's all. When she rolls her big blue eyes, I get a glimpse of paradise. She's got a cute little walk and sweet baby talk. She nearly drives me crazy. Gee, but she's a daisy. My gal, she's got a cozy little flat And everything She's got a motor car And a great big diamond ring It sure is a handsome thing She's got money in the bank And a yacht on the sea If anybody asks you She really belongs to me I don't mean me Because I call her my baby Oh, she's my gal mm. Now I had a lot of girls Since I've been buzzing around But this one is the sweetest girl That I've ever found Her lips are like the honey And her kiss is twice as sweet She's got a brand of loving boy That can't be beat And when I want to take a trip To paradise Now all I have to do Is look into my baby's eyes Her cheeks will make the roses Blush with jealousy and the pretty part about it is this mama belongs to me. Yes, sir, my gal, she's got a cozy little flat. <laughs> and everything, she's 
got a motor car and a great big diamond ring. It sure is a handsome thing. She's got money in the bank. She's got a yacht on the sea. And if anybody asks you, she belongs to me. I don't mean maybe when I call her my baby, cause she's my gal, yes. I'm happy, sometimes I'm blue. My disposition depends on you. I never mind the rain from the skies if I can find the sun in your eyes. Sometimes I love you, sometimes I hate you, but when I hate you, it's cause I love you That's how I am So what can I do I'm happy when I'm with you Sorry we drifted apart Does 
Let your memories break to a bright summer day when I kissed you and called you sweetheart. Do the chairs in your parlor seem empty and bare? Do you gaze at your doorstep and picture me there? Is your heart filled with pain? Shall I come back again? Tell me, dear, are you lonesome tonight? Are you lonesome tonight? Do you miss me tonight? Are you sorry we drifted apart? Does your memory stray to a bright summer day when I kissed you and called you sweetheart? Do the chairs in your parlor seem empty and bare? Do you gaze at your doorstep and picture me there? Is your heart filled with pain? Shall I come back again? Tell me, dear, are you started that trio of records in 1925 with the whispering pianist Art Gillum and She's My Gal. After that, it was pianist Art Kahn with vocalist Frank Lynch on Sometimes I'm Happy, and you may have detected a guitarist present who I forgot to mention, the wonderful Eddie Lang on that record from 1927. And wrapping up the set, Scrappy Lambert, Are You Lonesome Tonight? from August of 1927. We have time for one more record on today's shellac stack, and it will be from October of 1926, The Four Aristocrats, a record they made for Victor, 20314, a fun song called Don't Sing Aloha When I Go.
of you. A gleam of you. In Waikiki. In Waikiki. That's where I'd always long to be. Just might as say you'll miss me so. Don't think I'll know when I go. For Aristocrats on October 21st, 1926 with Don't Sing Aloha When I Go. Well, regrettably, the clock on the wall says it's time for me to sing Aloha and scoot on out of here for this week's edition of the Shellac Stack. I hope you enjoyed the music as much as I did. And before we go, I would like to say one more round of thanks to our Patreon sponsors, the folks really responsible for the continuation of this series. If you'd like to join them, patreon.com slash shellacstack. Again, patreon.com slash shellacstack. And I thank you. Well, as I said, that's going to do it for this week. I hope you'll spread the word about the Shellac Stack to your family and friends who you think might enjoy the program. And I hope we'll see you back here next time when we'll do it again. Until then, thanks for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.